Hi, welcome to the Soul Streaker Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Jake. Are you ready to feel all lit up and excited like you just ran through a field naked? I am. So drop that baggage and let your soul go streaking. Hey, Soul Streakers, welcome to this episode of the Soul Streaker Podcast. I am your host, Jenna Jake. So excited to be here on this beautiful day. Today, I want to talk to you about love, law, and light. Love, law, and light. These are such great spiritual ideas. The idea of love, which I don't think I can ever stop talking about love and the power of love, what love really is, because I don't think that we have an idea what love is. We have a fraction of an idea, a shell of an idea of what love is like or what love is or how the important love is in our lives and that we really are love because that is the essence of our spirit. Then law, spiritual laws, we don't honor them. We don't think about them as much as we should. I'm not sure some people even think about it at all that it's just random chaos out there, but there are laws, spiritual laws. And Carolyn Meese says God is law. I think she might even say that God is love, law, and light. And light, we are light. I don't think we go to the light. We come from the light. We are light, but we don't consciously go to the light or leave things to the light or come from a place of light or act in a way that is light. I love these ideas. I work really hard to have them be the tenant of who I am. I wanted to talk more about this today because we are beings of light, period. You're familiar with chakras. I think some of us have heard chakras. They're energy bodies that are light. These are our centers of power. This is the way that we live our lives. Every decision we make as minute is, should I drink water or coffee or big decisions about our relationships. Every time we put something in our mouth, we're we're wielding power about our health. Big decisions, small decisions, medium decisions, this is all about wielding power. If people are not coming from a place of light when they're making these decisions, it's going to catch up to us. Not only that, every decision you make, and here's a law, what's in the micro is in the macro. So every decision you make affects the rest of the world. Energetically, 100% it does. As humans, there's a duality. We are spirit and we are matter. The matter is our ego, our mind. It's a slow, dense energy. Most people come out of their five senses. So they're very ego-centered energy because we don't know better. If we would realize that we don't ever have issues with anybody else. We have issues on the topic of others with ourselves. I'm going to say that again. You never have issues with other people. You are bothering yourself about other people. No matter what anybody does, if you felt like you were okay in there, it wouldn't bother you. If you were coming from this light place, from a spiritual place, it's like saying God has a problem with this person or that person. You never hear that. God has a problem with nobody. Because first of all, God's not a person, but God is energy. When you come from that energy and you emit that energy and all you know is that energy, it's the same way. 
as the universe or God or whatever you want to call it. And since I've been realizing this, it's giving me even more power and more responsibility, but you have to be ready to wield that and be responsible for it and use it to come from the light. It's not an easy thing. It's a simple thing, but you have to have self-esteem to do this. You have to be forgiving to do this and look into yourself over and over again to say, why am I bothering myself about this issue? And it gets to a point that you have to let go of your personal self, your ego, and just let life be what life is and stop judging that. It's So it's a heavy thing, but it's a light thing, right? Because then you're just coming from the light. So when I say it's heavy, I'm saying it's a huge transformation. It's a transpire. Wayne Dyer says inspire is coming from inspiration, which translates to in spirit, coming from spirit. Being inspired is coming from spirit. And I think transpire is when you are changing your relationship with spirit. Transpire is changing your relationship to God and self and the universe. When you come from sad energy or or angry energy, or you're very mind-centered or ego-centered, you're either thinking about something that already happened that you're ruminating on, and that's already manifested. It's already happened. So you can't unmanifest that, but you can change what's going on in your present, therefore your future. You can let it go. You don't have to stick with, okay, yes, this happened. Yes. Like, I got a divorce. My reaction to this that happened to me is my choice. It's okay to be sad and mourn the loss of that relationship and still feel happy inside or still let yourself feel sad because you loved and that grief is a beautiful thing and not let it ruin your life because there's a gift, there's light there. And maybe this breakup was the thing to give me bodhicitta, to teach me to open up my heart, to let light in where the cracks are and not let bitterness or ugly things from sad circumstances close my heart, but was my greatest teacher in keeping my heart open, which I would say there's truth to that. How would the light interpret that? What would be my empowering questions? What is good here? What can come of this? Where's the gift in this? How will I grow from this? That was something that the universe needed me to do for me to go on to my Dharma. It's part of a larger, a larger part of what my next chapter is that I needed to have the time and the space to recognize these things. I'm just making that up. Even though I think there's truth to that. I needed the solitary time to research and study and give birth to these ideas so I can heal other people. I'm so excited about this idea of healing other people and going through this transformation because I want wisdom. I don't want woe. I want my wisdom, not my woe, as Carolyn Meese says. But it's brutal. Healing is brutal. This is a very rich time, but 
it's not an easy thing. So I'm not saying, hey, go laughing and rolling and skipping down the street because you're in crisis. No, no. What I'm saying is look for the light, look for the compassion every day and all your choices. Feel love for yourself. Realize that you are an amazing human being and that there is good here and there is more here than is just meeting the eye. It's just more than something bad happened to you. There's meaning in what you're going through. There's a story there. There's a richness there, a way to communicate that. Whether you want to write about it, speak about it, do art about it, dance about it, there's a way to express that from your soul's journey into the world to become a healing force. That is the promise. Probably a spiritual law somewhere in there feels like it to me. That is the promise of your soul's journey. When you choose to go by the light and let the light in to the cracks to heal, just stay on that side of the light. And I will be honest, I have anxiety problems, panic issues. It's not like whistling Dixie all day, but I'm starting to evolve and see the promise. This podcast, this, this episode is part of that promise. And so if I've helped one person through their journey by them listening to this, it was well worth everything that I've been through. If what I'm saying doesn't make sense to you, let me put it in simpler terms. Let's just say you had a t-shirt that got stained, something spilled on it. You're not going to unstain the t-shirt by being angry and ruminating on it. You're just bothering yourself about your stained t-shirt. So you relax, let the energy go and either clean up the stain or buy a new t-shirt. But the rumination isn't helping the stain on the t-shirt. The other thing we do is when we're future-centered, we worry about things that aren't happening or may not happen. And we get into these juicy stories in our head and we start buying our own stories and, and the things that we're making up and literally buying a ticket to our own movie. We're storytellers and we're movie makers. We suspend disbelief just like we're watching a movie and we believe that that person's going to say or do something and that or this is going to happen. And then half the time it doesn't. So when you're not present and you're not coming from your heart and your mind has hijacked you, because that's what the mind does. The mind is the best servant. It's looking to solve problems. So when you have a problem, you go to the mind and then the mind starts going crazy, telling you all kinds of things in order to solve the problem because that's what you asked it to do. But that is not the best thing to do, to go into the heart Leave the mind alone. Leave the mind to research and to be analytical. But to go into the heart and just feel without a story, without the mind picking it up, it's like having a harmony and then the line makes the lyrics. Leave the lyrics out of it. Have the harmony and just sit with it and let the energy go. It'll burn up and it'll do it enough times. And behind that, they say is pure ecstasy, that you stop letting things get to you and you become centered and peaceful in yourself. That is where all the light is. This becomes a miracle moment in your life because this is when you go from the love of power to the power of love. You are wielding and using your power from a place of love. 
That is real power. That is where your power is because you don't feel like you have to react to things. The universe always wants to go to the highest vibration, the healing vibration, the light vibration. So power, love, and light go hand in hand are really important things to know about. We don't want to be in darkness. And the way to get out of darkness is to flip on the light. You could be in the darkest place, but the minute the light shines on it, the darkness disappears instantly. When we have that choice to be in the light or be in the dark, why would we ever choose the dark? Because it takes courage to be in the light. It takes courage. You have to face yourself, look at yourself, and have compassion for yourself to be in the light. If you could just start there with your self-talk, anytime you feel angry, mad, or sad, be compassionate to yourself and anyone else that might feel that way. So you're not just healing yourself, but you're healing the whole world. This is your daily practice, my friends. Practice doing the light thing. The right thing is the going into the light. Not responding to every nasty thing. When you feel yourself getting hooked, shampad as we say, just do nothing. Relax. Relax into it. Let it rise up. Because if you do something and you react, usually it goes worse. It never goes better. It just creates more stress. They don't have anything over you. Nobody's bullying you, okay? Because people that do those kinds of things that bully, they are in love with power, which means they have no power. They're powerless. So they put this false energy out there. It's strong and it's hard, but you don't have to react to it. That is your power. You can walk away. You can ignore. You can block them. There's a thousand ways to block people digitally, energetically these days. Just go and be and relax into it. You don't have to respond right away to anybody. Who says? You can decide what to do from a high place, from a high vibration place. I'm not saying turn the other cheek to everything and let people push you around. 100%, no. I'm saying not to come from an emotional reactive place, but from a what would Buddha do? What would Jesus do? What would God, what would love do? What would light do, please? That's responding, not reacting. We want to respond. We don't have to match their energies. If their energy is bully energy, we're going to hit them with love energy. That is going to put the light on to their darkness. It's going to snuff them out. Light will always snuff out dark every single time. Come from light respond from light. When you really take time to meditate on this, you realize that people aren't doing things to us, like I've already explained, but we are, we're coming from a place where we really feel like we're not okay in there, our most tender places. That's really where we have to have the most compassion for ourselves. So just keep working on yourself and you will see that things will start to change within you and then they will change on the outside. This is about you handling your power. How have you been handling your power? I'm going to do a podcast on this next about handling power. Are you using it to be a victim, a bully? How do you handle power? And can you handle your own power? 
I'll leave you with that question. I'd like to leave you with a prayer. Universe, please bless those that are listening right now. Help them see the light inside of them, the love inside of them, be able to handle their own power and use their power for good so they will have peace and joy within themselves and shine that like a beacon onto the world. Amen. Have a delicious, powerful, amazing, healthy week. Namaste. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Soul Streaker Podcast. If you liked it, press that subscribe button, leave me a rating, and if you leave a comment, I'll mention you in the next episode. Please share this podcast with anybody you think might benefit from it. I'll be so grateful if you did. And don't forget to watch me on Lunchtime Live on Instagram at jenna.jake and check out my website, www.jennajake.com.